Hi, welcome to Habits and Hope, and we are again reading the Bible together in the morning. Um, again, it might not be your morning, but um, and my Tuesday mornings I have a group, so I'm kind of squeezing this in, but not trying to not give it attention. So um, I'm glad you're here if you're here, and I feel like if you're here, there's a reason. So we are in First Peter. Uh, chapter 2 and I'm just going to start reading so it says so get rid of all evil behavior be done with all deceit hypocrisy jealousy and all unkind speech like newborn babies you must crave pure spiritual milk so that you will grow into a full experience of salvation cry out for this nourishment now that you have had a taste of the Lord's uh, kindness excuse me the Lord's kindness um Oh, that's a lot right there. And and it's, I, I think it's important to not just focus on the fact that he's saying, be done with deceit, hypocrisy, jealousy, and all unkind speech. And again, this <laughs> speech keeps coming up over and over again. Um, but um, it's, it's the other side of it is it's not a self-reliance on you stopping doing it. It's crying out for nourishment from from him so that we can let go of those things um it is okay to recognize that we are not strong enough to do it on our own but but seeking the help is where we start and um you're not going to do it if you're (laughs) not even looking or trying but you're not going to do it on your own um and uh I just I really like that a lot so okay um the next section is in verse four and it starts living stones for God's house. You are coming to Christ who is the living cornerstone of God's temple. He was rejected by people, but he was chosen by God for great honor. And you are living stones that God is building into his temple. What's more, you are his holy priests through the meditation, through the mediation of Jesus Christ. You offer spiritual sacrifices that please God. And the scriptures say, I am placing a cornerstone in Jerusalem, chosen for great honor, and anyone who trusts in him will never be disgraced. You who trust in him recognize the honor that God has given him, but for those who reject him, the stone that the the builders rejected has now become the cornerstone, and he is the stone that makes the people stumble, the rock that makes them fall. They stumble because they do not obey God's word, and so they meet the fate that was planned for them. But you are not like that, you, for you are a chosen people. You are a royal priest, a holy nation, God's very own possession. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God, for he called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light. Once you had no identity as a people, now you are God's people. Once you received no mercy, and now you have God's mercy. I don't feel like that one needs a whole lot of commentary. Truly is that... Um, we, you know, we stumble when we don't obey his word and we meet the fate that he, that's planned for us when we don't, but we are set apart. We are called to God's light and we are to be different. Um, and we now are, have a new identity and we are God's people and, um, the receivers of his mercy. So I'm not going to comment a whole more about that. I think that's really, really powerful stuff. And, um, you are special, <laughs> Um, okay, so the second part of that is the conduct of God's people in the midst of suffering, and that starts on um, verse 11. Um, 
Dear friends, I warn you as temporary residents and foreigners to keep away from worldly desires that wage war against your very souls. Be careful to live properly among your unbelieving neighbors. Then even if they accuse you of doing wrong, they will see your honorable behavior and they will give honor to God when he judges the world. Um, and again, he refers to us as temporary residents and foreigners, and he's talking about, you know, being God's people living in the world and, and as if we were, don't belong here because we don't, <laughs> we are in the world, but we are not supposed to be of the world. Respecting people in authority is the next section. And that starts in verse 13. For the Lord's sake, respect all human authority, whether the king is head of state or the officials he has appointed. For the king has set has sent them to punish those who do wrong and to honor those who do right. It is God's will that your honorable lives should silence those ignorant people who make fuel, foolish accusations against you. For you are free, yet you are God's slaves. And don't use your freedom as an excuse to do evil. Respect everyone and love your Christian brothers and sisters. Fear God and respect the king. You who are slaves must accept the authority of your masters with all respect. Do what they tell you, not only if they are kind and reasonable, but even if they are cruel. For God is pleased with you when you do what you know is right and patiently endure in unfair treatment. Of course, you get no credit for being patient if you are beaten for doing wrong. But if you suffer for doing good and endure it patiently, God is pleased with you. If you suffer, <clears throat> sorry, <laughs> repeating again, for God called you to do good, even if it means suffering, just as Christ suffered for you. He is your example and you must follow in his steps. He never sinned nor deceived anyone. He did not retaliate when he was insulted, nor threaten revenge when he suffered. He left his case in the hands of God who always judges fairly. He personally carried out our sins in his body on the cross so that we can be dead to sin and live for what is right. By his wounds you are healed. Once you were like sheep who wandered away, but now you have turned to your shepherd, the guardian of your souls. Oh, um, that that concludes the um, second chapter, or sorry, second, yes, second chapter. I think I need another cup of coffee. Um, But um, just a couple of things that particularly stand out to me in that last part. um, You're free, but don't use it as an excuse to do evil. Um, You know, this is not, you know, him dying for our sins does not go, well, now we can just sin however because we're covered. Um, We're supposed to fear God. Um, But it also reminds us to respect authority, even though God is the highest authority. Um, but, um, and then this is a really tough order and, and he recognizes that, that sometimes you're going to suffer under oppression or persecution or whatever, and that we're supposed to do right regardless. And it may mean kind of really focusing on Christ and how he suffered, um, so that we can, but he you know, just, he didn't sin, he didn't deceive, he didn't retaliate, he didn't even threaten revenge, um, and he left his case in the hands of God, he let God just bring the justice, and then he just took on our sins, um, on his own body, and on the cross, um, so that 
we could be healed by his wounds. And that's huge because he did nothing um, to deserve what he did or what he received. Um, and so I know a lot of times we're, we're, but it's not fair that this happened or that happened. Um, but I think, in, in my opinion, um, but I think it's a pretty collaborative, I think we most most would feel that way, um, that Christ suffered the ultimate, it's not fair. So, um, but he would do it all again. I'm going to say, it, I think I said this yesterday too, but he would do it all again and suffer each and every bit of it if it meant that he would save only one. If he would only save you, if he would only save me, he would do it all again. And um, I think that is um, a great reminder of, of what to lean on when we're going through something difficult. Um, so, I know I'm saying I'm a lot. <laughs> this is this is what you get sometimes when I'm waking up and and reading the Bible pretty quickly without enough coffee enough enough time usually when I'm doing the podcast there's a lot more prep and so forth but I'm intentionally wanting to just jump in and read the word and as it as if I would be reading it by myself so that you kind of get comfortable if you're not um, with making that part of your day I'm trying to offer this as a way for you to feel like you have a friend in reading the Bible. You don't feel overwhelmed. Um, I hope that helps with your understanding. And, you know, my commentary, I pray, is completely Holy Spirit-led. And, you know, if I ever messed up, I apologize. It's all good intentions and so forth. But um, the word that we can, is what we can take at face value. Well, I hope you have a very blessed day. And I hope to see you again. Thanks for listening to Habits and Hope.